Welcome to Tacos, Tequila, Therapy, and the Tea, of course, with your girl, P. I'm going to tell y'all, this is a podcast about everything from beauty to life to love to motivation. If you are looking for a little uplifting spirit or you need to know something about that beauty industry, you confused about what to do with your hair, you have come to the right place. Let's get to it. Join me on the Tea with P. Now, welcome back. I am so happy to be here today and true Patrice randomness as we'll begin today. Now, I'm giving you guys a disclaimer. Look, yes, it's going to be some cursing because that's how I feel about it. I feel like when I talk about this, we got to talk about it in a way that makes it make sense for us. You know what I'm saying? And get us to understand like, oh, what's that mean? Today, we're talking about owning your shit. Yes, owning your shit. Is that you? You know, you got to ask, is that me? I've been having to have these conversations with myself like, girl, that was you. Did you just do that? Oh, you know, you know that was you. That's how I've been having to talk to myself lately. And it's making me realize some of those things that you could have done, should have done, would have done, have done, was what part did you play in that? Now, this is across the board in your life, right? In life, we have to think about what part, what role did we play in it? There are some things that, yes, are out of our control, but there are some things we had a hand in, right? And this is the reality of life. But I feel like until you take ownership of your shit, you won't stay in the shit. If that makes any sense to anybody else, but it definitely makes sense to me, right? So I am fully aware that I am a person, I am multifaceted and all the things that I can do. But what I can tell you is that I am also very positive. I'm also very passionate. I can be very petty and given a little penitentiary on the wrong day for you, right? And that's all I know. Positive, petty, penitentiary, and petty Patrice because those are the different parts of me and I have to take ownership and they all have a purpose in my life. They show up at different times, but that's where I know I need to take ownership of my shiz, Right? And so I've had situations in my life where you'd be like, mm, could it be a connection? Could it have been somebody I dated? And you know how when you date someone and you'd be like, after that, you'd be like, oh, shit, I don't even like you. But the reality is, is that sometimes we get red flags, even in relationships, to be like, that shit was you. While we can see the other one is not that great of a person, what is the ownership that we had in this situation? I have this same owning your shit conversation when it comes to the salon, people in their hair. So this you right here. So you have chosen to not listen to the professional that gave you some guidance to solve this problem. But we definitely will blame it on. I've had clients come in and be like, oh, it was the hairstylist's fault and my hair came out. Now, possibly. But sometimes we have to take ownership, even as a client or a guest, as to what part did the client play in that situation, right? And so owning your shit 
is saying like, hey, I lack planning and I want to be great today. Yeah, I just popped out with a look and I want it today. There was no plan to get there. Is the hair really ready for it? No, but you wanted it. Take ownership of your shit where you want something and you don't even have the time. But you expect for the professional to give you what you want at the time that you want it in a short time frame. And when things go left, oh, it was a stylist's fault. Well, they do have a part in it because they should have told your ass no. Because that's not even reality. But on the other hand, don't take ownership of your lack of planning. Women are out here bald-headed as hell because they lack planning. You know your birthday was coming up. Why would you decide that now I need to go platinum blonde and I've been dying with black box dye all this time because you know this is a good birthday. Well, you knew that 365 days ago. You knew that 365 days before that. What in the hell makes you think that right now you could pop out and be platinum because you want to because it's your birthday? Tell me where that makes sense, ma'am. But that's in the salon. It's all around us of owning our shit. And it elevates us. It helps us to be better. It helps us to understand, hey, I might have played a part in this outcome. Now, we've been having these conversations sometimes in the salon because I love salon talk, right? I love how we have conversations. We have different perspectives. I love, love, love real salon talk that lifts, empowers, or informs, right? And so lately, the conversations we've been having is owning our shit. And sometimes, yes, I do talk to my clients often about their hair care, planning it out, understanding what you got to do because you have to take ownership of your shit. You will have to put this into your hands if you want your hair to grow. But what we have been talking about in a side note besides hair care, was that your choice in our relationship? Yup, that was you. I had a situation and I'm going to tell y'all, no judgment here because I already didn't judge myself. For past connections that I might have had, and I'm not even call all them relationships, but things that I've gotten myself into, and you'd be looking like, oh shit, that was me. What space was I in mentally of even owning my shit? To be with this person that I talked to you, you'd be like, damn, I gave them some. I don't even like you. But we can look at the other person and be like, you know what they did this, they did that, they're this type of person. But fact of the matter is, is that you chose that type of person. I had this one time where when I tell you the red flags was a waving, I think that thing made it change colors. It went from 50 shades of red to say, no, you shouldn't do this. Right? I was much, much younger. Judge a mama. I already took ownership of my stake in this. Now, were they probably the best person for me at the time? No. But this is one of those times where you'd be like, nope, it's your shit right here, girl. This was you. So we were dating and we had decided to move in together. Now, disclaimer, we wasn't that long, but everything seemed to be going well. We thought that it was a good idea. And I say, we, it's me and a partner. We're thinking, like, oh, this is a good idea. And so when we went to go and get the apartment, the leasing agent, at that time, I probably should have seen the flags in her eyes, or maybe it was the head dot or the head tilt, but you know, sister girl didn't get it. But when we applied for the apartment, the leasing agent was like, hey, you know, they 
you can't get this apartment as a couple. The apartment could only be in my name, my name only. They had to be a tenant as if they were my son because we would not get the apartment if they were a leaseholder. And I was thinking like, oh, well, this is what we want to do if I got it. Because, you know, I'm a, I don't even want to call myself a ride of that chick, but I show up for me, right? So I was like, okay, it's cool. As long as we get it, I'm fine with that. Because I was fine with the space and what we were getting. Now, the Lisa agent probably blinked twice. Did I catch that red flag? No, she might have tilted her head to the side. Nope. But what she said was, is, hey, sis, one, in so many words with what she was telling me as to what was about to happen if you go into this. That they can't even be a Lisey with you. Lisey, Lisor, whichever one. But this is the situation. And so it was the craziest thing. It wasn't too long into our year's lease that the relationship ends up just not going well. Different things have happened. It wasn't going well. And so it ended up where we had just a few months left in the lease. Just a few. And I was like, you know what? We can stick this out and not stick out the relationship, but stick out the living arrangement until we get to the end. I'm thinking, like, hey, that helps you. It helps me. It works out. Because listen, no animosity. At this point, I realize this relationship ain't going to win. I don't really like you, right? But we in a situation. This is me and my kind heart. And one day I left and I came back from school and the apartment was empty. Them motherfuckers was moving out. Moving out. Like the first of the month, moving out, no word, no nothing, no signs, no clue that today would be the day. And the move was definitely happening while I was at school trying to get everything out. Hopefully I wouldn't come back and see anything. But I pull up and the friends are there and they are moving furniture. Now, you would think this is where penitentiary comes out. But the reality of it was is that she ain't even show up this day. Well, she didn't show up at this moment. Let me just say that. Because was I really angry that you were leaving? No. You had started to get on my last damn nerves. And while I was offering my kindness, you didn't make it easy. We could have been easy with this. And it wasn't that long till the end of the lease. Maybe a month, maybe two. So at this point, they decide to leave, rolling out, and it's the friends that help that you they're looking at you. And me and my son were walking in the house, and you know, it was a lot of sigh of relief. Like we were like, oh shit, sure. well, they gone. We're gonna go about our business. And then remember the red flags. The leasing agent might have had them in her eyes. She blinked twice, she tilted her head to the side. It was so many things. But sometimes you don't always think, like, is that gonna be me? Because hey, you know, is that gonna be me? All the red flags. This mofo up and just left just like they had done previously when they left a living situation, an abrupt exit. So am I currently surprised? No. I have to own my shit. The red flag had changed colors. Remember 50 shades of red. 
And now I'm in this position. And I all, for the most part, I felt free. I was like, yes, ma'am. Thank you. You are gone. If that's the way you chose to do it, okay. And that situation had a few layers to it. Penitentiary did not get to come out, but Petty was ready. Penitentiary was definitely ready, but they didn't have to come out. Either way, when I look back at the situation, it's owning your shit. Was that person the way that they were? Yes. Did I chose to give them some? Yes, I did. That's where you got to own your shit. Like, what space was I in to be in this situation? What was I thinking? Was that me? And this could go across the board. I have seen people where I have to have conversations. And from that situation, of course, I grew because I am in a space of, and I have been for years, of owning my shit. And we have to do that. You have to own it. You have to know when, and yes, it was me. Yes, it was you who cheated. Yes, it was you who didn't quite think it through. Yes, it was you that moved too quickly or did not move fast enough. But the point of owning your shit is that you learn, you grow, and once you own it and you learn it, you have the ability to learn and grow to never be in that situation again. And so when I'm talking to the clients in the salon and we're talking about life and what we're in, I'm having conversations. I hear clients say, you know, when they're out there dating and we have to take ownership of our shit. You have to take ownership of, hey, that was me that made a poor decision for my hair. It wasn't the best idea. Did the hairstylist give me red flags because I'm all over the place? Yeah, she told me no. But I did it anyway. I've had situations of, hey, take ownership of your shit. That might not have been all their fault, boo. That might have been you. And I've had to talk to myself like I am that good, good girlfriend. They got some sense to say, hmm, what will we take from this situation? What will we do differently? And everything in life, I still do apply when it comes to like business or life because these things go hand in hand because we have to think about it as a whole. Does that make sense? Because what someone does in one area, I'm sure they do in another, right? And I know that's like, hmm, do I move too fast or I lack planning or knowledge of what I want when it comes to my hair? hard to make decisions. But when I'm in relationships, I move quickly and I don't see clearly because I really don't have a plan for what I want. So the problem in one area, believe me when I tell you, it shows up in other places in your life. And we got to take ownership of our shit. You'll be amazed at what one side and learning that lesson there would allow you to see what you can do differently going forward in so many different facets of your life. Yeah, today's drink of choice might be a little honey and lemonade. Keep it a little spicy. Might be sour. But these are the things that I try to help and explain. Or even if I'm talking to friends, I even 
when I'm learning my lessons, I love to share my lessons because it may help someone else to see. Like, hey, I learned this. Let me tell you what I saw. But someone else can probably see what they could have done something differently. And sometimes it's just owning your shit. Your baby mama crazy, but you still gave her some. She ain't just pop out and be crazy. She showed that before. Baby daddy ain't shit. That's what they say, right? But you still gave him some and you knew it. You knew he didn't take care of the kids prior, but you still gave him some and thought he was going to do differently with yours. On your shit. Now, yeah, he might have been crappy. Yeah, she might have been a little special, but you still did it anyway. Take ownership of your part in the situation. When the red flags, someone said no, or you know somebody blinked twice, tells their heads at the side, that was a sign. But just take ownership of you and your decisions. And for today, just know that those past mistakes of having to own your shit, it made you who you are today when you own it and you learn from it, you grow from it, you evolve. Because that's the way of life. We grow. We learn from our mistakes and we grow. Now, hopefully my ex at the time learned from their mistakes and have grown and are able to get a place <laughs> on their own. Because they sure enough couldn't when they left there, right? Because they ended up at their mama house for years. But hopefully they learned and own their shit for what they have done. And it is what it is. And you can still be you and make mistakes. But the point is, is to learn from them so that you don't ever do that again. You do something different. And you'll definitely get to where you want to be. And that is my TED Talk for today. On tacos, tequila, therapy, and the tea with P. Until next time, y'all. No, you guys got options. But I wanted to say thank you for listening to your girl, Patrice B. Follow on all social media platforms. On IG, you can follow me at Patrice Star. And if you need an appointment for that hair, don't forget, I still have the design studio underscore MD. And that MD is like Maryland or doctor. Because you know that's what I do. Follow on all your listening platforms, Spotify, Apple, and we on YouTube channel. Until next time, one to tea with peace.